Guess who's back? Finally. D- D- Dale's back. Dale's back. Yes. Well, I guess yeah, we're so, back. Yeah. Tell us. So I went to the Bahamas to work on a cruise ship. Wait, should we introduce the podcast first? Hey, welcome to Outrage Factory. All yeah. Right. Yeah, so I went to the Bahamas, <laughs> and I worked on a cruise ship, and it was far less glamorous than you would think. I basically rolled around on the floor and welded a floor in... A kitchen. So, because they're they're going from like this like epoxy concrete floor. No, this makes any sense to me. Gluing down. Speaking like, of foreign language, patches are like uh, <clears throat> these big squares of checker plate stainless steel, and then welding those Still together. Don't know what that is. And then at the edges where the walls, because on cruise ships the walls are metal, they weld it to that. So. I'm Dale, and I got to go to the Bahamas. Uh, welcome to this episode of Outrage Factory. We've been gone for almost three weeks. It's uh, 41? Yeah, episode 41. 41. I promised to record some episodes with guest hosts that were uh, almost definitely better than Dale while he was gone. But but when he realized he'd be recording without me, he just cried in a corner and couldn't bring himself to doing it. Yeah, I just failed to get my shit together uh, enough to, to coordinate with them. And also, I was too busy crying in a corner. And also, I quit the internet, so I didn't know what people were getting mad about. Yeah, let's talk about that. All right. Do you, do you want it? Yeah. So, usually when you do d- dumb stuff or stuff, you just, like, proclaim you're going to do something. I just find a reason to make fun of you because that's our friendship pretty much is we just find excuses rip to make on fun each, of other? each other yeah. that is that is friendship but, what do you mean our friendship that's the only friendship i've ever known but i'd have to say giving up facebook and twitter even if it's uh temporarily is a good idea for everyone yeah this wasn't one of those knee-jerk things where i was like facebook has access to my data i'm <laughs> shocked i'm gonna boycott facebook it was more just like uh Hey, I spend a lot of time wallowing in other people's shitty negativity on the internet. Yeah. Uh, There's probably better things I could be doing with my time, which, uh, you know, it's not like I'm curing cancer or anything. I I took that extra time and funneled it into watching TV shows. Yeah. But the funny thing was, is every time I'm like, oh, I could be doing so much better stuff with my time instead of wasting it. The stuff I think about doing is, like you said, like different forms of entertainment. I'm like, oh, if I if I carved out myself myself some time, I could read a book. Whereas that's just a different form of entertainment. A mindless, yeah, just yeah. like turning your brain off and doing uh, nothing. Uh, yeah, I, I will mean, say, unless you're reading smart books, which I'm not going to do. I don't even know a smart. I mean, by definition, if you're reading a book, you're smart because. Uh, it's one of those things like it's hard to read. I don't even know. It's just like a thing that not many people do anymore. So you get to be like, Oh, I'm intelligent. There are books that aren't intelligent. Like if you're reading a book that has like no four syllable words 
for anywhere in it, then it's not really that. Uh, Dale, it's still a book. It's still words printed on dead trees. That makes me a brain genius and you a dipshit. I actually just finished a book, so Whoa! I am also a brain genius. Mr. Well-Traveled Book Reader over when here. When I was in Bahamas, guess, guess who also gave up on social media? Not because I proclaimed I would, but because the hotel's Wi-Fi was shit. And you know what sucks worse than being in a hotel with no Wi-Fi? I, I don't know. Hook, whatever happens with to no books. <laughs> whatever happens to people in third world countries. But besides <laughs> that, nothing. It is terrible. So you had to read a book just because it was the only option available to you. Yeah. Like they didn't even have flat screen TVs. They still had tube televisions. <laughs> that's that's cool. That's yeah. You know, unless you it's wa- retro. Have you seen one lately? Like you can't even watch hockey on it. It's like re- it's all just blurs. Vintage. You can't even see the puck. It's retro. It's terrible. It's, remember when they introduced that fucking, this was probably why, this was before HDTV, when they had that, the tracer on the puck Mm -hmm. for like, Fox Sports, a a year or two. You, as an NFL fan, should not ride on that too much because they use that same technology to put the first down line on NFL now. Yeah. Fucking crazy! I wish I wish they would do the the tracers on the on the ball sometimes because I'm I have no fucking idea what's going like, on. Am I the only person alive who thought that was cool when Fox Sports had the tracers on the puck? Yes, everybody else hated it. Yeah, I don't think maybe people like the visually impaired. Wait, was it blue? Yeah, it was a blue tracer. Did it change colors ever, or was it always blue? No, I think it was always blue. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe if it hit, they had like digital flames spitting out the back of it. Uh, that yeah. would have been much cooler. What they should have done was like when a guy was on a streak, they should have made him like Super Saiyan and have like flames going off him <laughs> and like be NBA Jam or be like, he's heating up. And then the guy would be on fire like if somebody scored a hat trick and they have like all these added special effects. Uh, it was apparently sweet. called Fox Tracks. Fox it Tracks. Had, uh, what year was that? Fox Tracks, also referred to as the Glowing Puck, is an augmented reality system that was utilized by Fox Sports telecasts of the National Hockey League. Uh, system was first used during the 96 NHL All-Star Game and was used until the end of the 97-98 season. Interesting. Wow, that was a long time ago. Uh, uh, a, a decade. No, two de- Holy shit. That was 20 that years was ago. 20 years ago. Uh, definitely ahead of their time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I I guess a question everybody wants to know about you quitting social media is one of my first inclinations was, did you get in shit at work for being on social media? No. Okay. This was like 100%. No, my, my job at work is social media. Yeah, no, I know. But like you recently got underlings or whatever. And sometimes like people, when they, I don't know, they raise in importance at their job, they have to like let go of like being a dickhead on the internet yeah i probably should let go of that long long ago (laughs) it was weird because uh despite my abrasive personality and general uh dipshittedness on the internet never got reprimanded uh there were a few tweets because we hired a like a corporate communications person uh yeah sasha what up if you're listening i don't think you listen to our podcast you should but (laughs) it's uh there were a few occasions where i'd go to her and be like can I tweet this thing? And she was like, absolutely not. Do not tweet that. And I would be like, 
what if I already did? <laughs> and she would be like, delete that now. And there were a few times where I had to delete my tweets. She's kind of the fun police. Um, well, that sucks. But uh, but there was never a time where they were like, stop your... The social media thing was like, I'd spent like the last eight months being like, I should take a break from Twitter. Like, I should just quit Twitter and see yeah. what life without Twitter is like and like what normal people give a shit about because Twitter really starts skewing your perception towards all these things that are so totally fucking unimportant. See, the thing with Twitter is... As I think it's losing importance, so the only people left there are the early adopters who are now bitter, so everything just comes out negative. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that broke it for me, so uh, we haven't recorded since this happened, but uh, the Humboldt Broncos uh, Canadian junior hockey team. Wasn't that only like a week ago? That was like two, two weeks ago, I think. Oh. Uh, bus accident, 15, 15 people died? Yeah. 16 people, most of which were junior hockey players and... What age is that for uh, people not in the know? They were all like 16 to 21 year olds, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like same age as the the WHL, essentially. Yeah. Um, but like a tier tier below it. Not to rag on their skill level. It's just uh, a tier below the, the WHL, which is mm-hmm. junior hockey uh, feeder system in Canada. But uh, 16 people lost their lives. And everyone was doing this like outpouring of support. And fucking posting pictures of, like, hockey sticks outside their doors. Yeah. And posting pictures of themselves wearing jerseys. And all I could think was, like, these people are only doing it for, like, social media likes. Like, yeah. This is, which may or may not be true, but fuck it. Who cares? Like, why do I have to have a negative opinion about that? So, so basically, <laughs> just because, no, like, I get what you're saying. And people were like, oh, look at me. Look how I'm supporting them. And that's not always true, but it's true enough that it's kind of swayed your whole opinion of the whole thing that you just come to that by default. Yeah. It's like that whole thoughts and prayers thing, like pay attention well, to me. Dude, every time like something like this happens, I can't help but think of that Anthony Jeselnik yeah. bit where he's like, what you're really doing is being like, oh, don't forget about me. Yeah. And like, so I think that people's intentions when they do shit like the the sticks out for Humboldt or wearing jerseys for yeah. Humboldt their their intent is hey I'm showing support but there is no longer a way to show support without also feeding that fucking addiction center in your brain that's like give me likes give me retweets yeah. give me comments uh, I want to be part of something bigger but you're also feeding that shit in your brain the whole time it's yeah. like if I was like hey I'm gonna support Humboldt by going and buying 50 baggies of cocaine and every time I have a sad thought about Humboldt I'm gonna like do a line of coke yeah that is what's gotten to and that's in in the age of social media uh there is no longer a way to be like oh I'm I'm sad about this thing and I'm sorry it happened without also being like See, give me some shit. The best way, because everybody who's out there who's like, that's not what it's about. I'm not trying to get attention. I'm just trying to support them. How about this? Find a charity that supports Humboldt. Or even there. Yeah, there was a GoFundMe that raised like $14 million or something. Give them money and don't post anything about it on social media. Don't say, hey, I gave money to this. Hey, you should go give money to this. Just go give money. Say nothing. And if you don't do that then you're doing it for your own awareness. Easiest thing in the world, and this defeats the purpose now, but not being on social media, what I did is I donated money 
and I didn't tell anyone about it yeah, exactly. until now. I just made a donation. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have to wear a hockey jersey. I didn't have to push shit outside my door. Just donated some money and felt sad for the victims and went on with my life. Yeah, exactly. And another thing is, I guess... Uh, $12 million uh, is what this GoFundMe raised, which is a, a record. That's um, good. Yes. What's the... Uh, GoFundMe for like what are they going to buy with that twelve million dollars? So I think it's it's going to go directly to the families of the victims. It was oh that's good. It was started by a lady from I think she's like a hairdresser in Humboldt. Humboldt, Saskatchewan is like a town of six thousand people. I think. Uh, oh, that's smaller than Enderby. Oh yeah, it's fucking tiny, man. Teeny tiny. Um, so obviously the community was uh, devastated by this. Uh, so it's it's good that this person was able to, to yeah. raise that money. Um, but. Again, just like, I don't know. You guys, cope with shit however you want. I want to say it's okay to do like sticks out and wear your jerseys because that does help people. And they are like, it it does, I guess, comfort the families to know that people across Canada are sad for what happened and they all recognize it's a tragedy. But you still have to acknowledge the fact that it is kind of like, a self-grandizing gesture to put a picture of either you or your hockey sticks on the internet. Yeah, I think that's just the nature of social media in in general. Like the whole, yeah. it's it's uh, entire ecosystem built around being like, hey, pay attention to me. And it's funny oh, yeah. that I'm saying this into a microphone on a podcast. I'm going to post on the internet, and the podcast is basically me and my dipshit friend talking about ourselves for an hey, hour hey, hey, that hey, we've hey, done hey. for 41 hours. But the thing is, <laughs> we would never deny that. Somebody would be like, "You're just doing a podcast to get attention," and we'd be like, "Yeah, yeah. well, yeah." <laughs> Where do you get your attention? You from? listen to it though, so I win. So fuck you. <laughs> like anybody who hears this is giving us attention. It's true. So Thank you for supporting winning. us. By the way, yeah. Uh, if you'd like to give us more support, please uh, put your outrages outside of your front door tonight. Take a picture, <laughs> post it on Instagram. Uh, hit, hit us up on Facebook, yeah. on our Facebook group, and put what, like, angries out? What, what, what's a good angry's hashtag? Out. Yeah, put your, angries, put your angries out for Outrage Factory. Am I the only one who, like... Every time there's like sticks out for Humboldt, just immediately thought of dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> you had they like, actually never crossed my mind until I, now. Every time I was like, was this on purpose? <laughs> like, did somebody come up like with Like just this? they did it to troll everyone yeah. and people bought into it. Like some like some like young guy was like, Oh, let's put uh sticks out for Humboldt, ha 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 and somebody's <laughs> like, That's a really good idea and then they're like, Well, this is growing too big, I can't say what my original intentions were. See now so, I gotta see if anyone did uh sticks out for harambe. Is that how you uh, harambe? I always said harambe. It's one of those words I've never heard out loud and I've only read, so I could quite possibly be pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, all these are from... Uh, yeah, Dicks Out for Harambe. These are all from uh, oh, October yeah. 2016. So, Dale, you invented a new meme. Good job. That almost never happens. Someone always will beat you to the jokes uh, Yeah. that you wanted to... Oh, wait, no, lots of people thought about it. Yeah. Like, it's the internet. It's got a hive mind. If I've thought about it, then somebody else has thought about it. What yeah. is that? Rule 54? No, that's isn't that the porn one? Isn't that everything has been made? 
Oh, yeah. Anything you could think about has been made a porn on the internet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say that uh, I've been spending more time on Reddit as a result of this. Uh, my my self-imposed break from social media. Yeah. Which, yeah, fine. Reddit's social media. I still counts. Fuck you. Whatever. I wouldn't I don't consider Reddit's social media because it's not like... It's... It's kind of less social. It's more just like a com. It's more like a commenting. F- well, it, rem- it for- reminds me of like message board. boards, yeah, like, like back me- in the that's day, what I was trying which to is say. like, like a message com- board. more like community, not yeah. just like here's my thoughts. I'm angry about Trump, but it's fucking weird because going on Reddit, it's like generally positive. People are like really uh, they support each other. They have really uh, and maybe that's just a byproduct of the subreddits I subscribe to. But um, well. You do s- subscribe to Derek Bolin is nice. Everybody give him compliments. That should actually be. <laughs> hey, we should start an Outrage Factory subreddit. Oh, my God. How have we never <laughs> thought about this? And, yeah, I'm on Reddit, too, because it's a really good source for news because you could just go on the subreddit, like, news of the stupid, news of the weird. Don't go on that because it'll spoil alert all of our fucking Outrage Factory topics. But I also, my favorite subreddit is What Could Go Wrong? And it's basically people hurting themselves in gift form, which is the highest form of entertainment on the internet is gifts of people hurting themselves. Now, I got to say, I don't like when it gets creepy where they get hurt too bad. And I don't like when it's zoomed in and you can see like them get hurt. I like when it's kind of like far enough back that you could disassociate that it's a human and it just kind of looks like a ragdoll getting like falling on the ice or something or hitting the groin with a football yeah wait you gotta watch this i wait, saw it before is it somebody getting hit in the groin oh with it's a, a dude football? it's a dude trying to jump off a cliff into uh like two inches of water does he and, die uh, i don't think he dies but you can actually see his uh limbs snap i don't want to see that I don't like when you can tell they actually get hurt. Oh, yeah. This dude got mega hurt. No. It, but the impact is pretty funny. No. Okay, but I'm it just saying that this hub of positivity of Reddit has made me, it has really enabled me to laugh at guys who <laughs> jump off cliffs. Shatter their limbs by being idiots. Uh, where am I going to find this now? I don't know. Oh, what are you looking at? You're looking at, like, the actual Reddit? I only look at it through an app where yeah. everything's, like, Streamlined and not a wall of text. Oh, breaking news. Uh, the Washington Capitals have actually won a playoff hockey game. Nice. For the first time. Uh, this season? This season, yeah. Congrats. So what are they now? Two Losing two to Two one? games to one against the Columbus Blue Jackets, who, like, Washington, even if you make it to the second round, which you won't, uh, you're not going to make it past Pittsburgh again. Oh, my God. I want them to beat Pittsburgh so bad. Not going to happen. Yeah, it is. No. Pittsburgh yeah. Pittsburgh will always, always have Washington's number in the playoffs. Always. Could always. you imagine if they did it? Wouldn't that be the third year in a row where they yeah, beat got them eliminated. second round? <laughs> That's hilarious. They'll just happen. Every, like, they're going to have to realign the divisions and conferences just to get Washington <laughs> a different matchup in the playoffs. Uh, that's the only way that's happening. Yeah. i got to find this post. So, now that we're done talking about your... Oh, yeah, I'd encourage everyone to, like, you know, if you find yourself, like, feeling really negative and shitty about everything all the time and you are a person who uses Twitter and not just, like, fundamentally depressed, 
Um, take take a break from Twitter. I've, I'm going on eight days now, and I do feel uh, generally more positive and and like less shitty about the world. Like, so you're more annoying. Uh, yeah, I'm not like preachy positive. I'm preachy in that the mm. thing I'm doing is always better than the thing you're doing. So if I'm using social media, you should be using social media. But if I'm yeah. taking a break from social media, you should take a break too because <laughs> my ideas are super good. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, the thing about social media, the reason I like going on social media is because I can make bitter jaded jokes. But then if everybody's making bitter jaded jokes, then it's just the cesspool of bitter jadedness. Yeah, so which is really what it's become. What I suggest is the middle ground between what Derek is saying and people who still go on Twitter. What I say is throw your bitter jaded jokes on Twitter, but don't read anything. <laughs> just fucking throw your shit on there and then back out. That's what I do, and it's working pretty good. I really wanted to show you this video of the guy's No, I don't want to see this video of this guy's limb snapping. It's not, okay, but it's I've just. I've been on the internet, Derek. I've seen plenty of limb snap. Okay, but this one is particularly. Uh, How is it funny? It's a guy's limb snapping. That sounds gross. Because it's not super close up, but you this can just obviously tell. This isn't Josh.0. Oh. We it, don't need. It's more, need to it's see more a, it's lids. Tosh.0. What did I say, Josh? Jo- Josh. Why would I and, say that? I don't know. Okay, well, I'm not going to find it now. Thanks for nothing. Oh, yeah. Guys. Oh, super, super positive Reddit guy over here. So, yeah, I will say that I'm totally out of touch with what people are angry about on the Internet this week. Uh, I did throw a couple things in the old the old topic list. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait, what do we got? What well, we see, the good with? thing about us not recording for almost three weeks is we could talk about stuff three from weeks three weeks ago. Because we haven't touched on it yet, but we gotta be we gotta be topical, man. People people depend on us for their up up to the minute news. Mm. They wanna they wanna hear like shit that's happening right now. We got our fingers on the pulse. Uh, yeah, we do. I always thought that people came to us when they were sick of hearing intelligent positions on what's happening, and they wanted to hear something funny and maybe a nuanced opinion. Wait. Nuanced means immature, right? Yeah, that's exactly what it means. Yeah, and yeah, but they want that, but they want it like the minute the news breaks. Like okay. they want they want us to be telling them shit and then coloring their view of the world with our awesome, hilarious opinions. That is a good way to look at it. Yes. So, what just happened? Anything, or should we talk about old stuff? Yeah, let's just talk about the old stuff. Uh, the first thing I had on the thing was the uh, the Humboldt Broncos thing, which you kind of already covered. Okay, wait, I got I got a good one. Let's just pretend we didn't discuss what we're going to talk about and go back to subreddits and we talk about the fire challenge because I've been watching a lot of the gifs I was talking about on Reddit, and there's this fire challenge where you like you put like lighter fluid on you and then you light it and you take a YouTube video and uh, for weeks I've been watching all these videos of these idiots doing this and it getting out of control and burning them. Dude, we, uh, A, this existed way before, this predates the internet. Yeah. Do you remember, uh, Pete, who we used to live with, this dude named Pete, Stoner Pete, uh, one night he, we were like just laying around this, we lived in this flop house apartment with like a revolving door of 10 different dudes. Yeah. Uh, it was awful. Probably the worst 
was simultaneously the worst and dirtiest but most fun experience I've ever had also in my life. Also a lot less sexy than it sounds, yeah, ladies. Yeah, I don't know if 10 years. <laughs> uh, yeah, it smelled like farts all the time. Yeah. Um, but we were just hanging out and we had uh, a lighter and a can of hairspray. Uh, and Pete basically... Uh, douses like you know at first it was just like yeah. oh it's a flamethrower we're laying yeah. shit on fire were you there for this no oh Pete like douses his hand like sprays it for a good 45 seconds just like coating his hand with hairspray and then busts out the lighter lights his hand on fire thinking it's just gonna like you know yeah and then it's out yeah uh, it does it. it it burns the the hairspray for a good like 25 30 seconds before he like freaks Yikes. and runs into the bathroom and wraps it in a towel uh his he got like third degree burns on his hand oh shit. and we didn't have youtube to put it on so it was all <laughs> for nothing just a senseless waste of a man's hand yeah anyway tell me more because this is the first i'm hearing of this fire challenge so basically it's like every other challenge it's somebody does it and then someone's like that's hilarious i'm gonna just do it and it's going to be stupid. So these people are like, Oh God, there's ones of like people like lighting their hand on fire and then giving the peace sign. And then there's like somewhere they do it. Oh. Okay. And then what are you doing? But, Why? uh, Derek's watching this video of people like putting like lighter fluid on their naked flesh, like not naked flesh, but like on their bare chest and then lighting it and thinking that it's going to be okay. And it's never okay. They no, always get burned. No, why would you... I, I like... Okay, so this this first girl dumps lighter fluid from a water bottle onto her body. And then when she gets lit on fire, she actually acts surprised that the fire is burning her. <laughs> I know. What, like, why? Why yeah. would you not think? Yeah, that's the thing is these people just don't think it's going to burn them. And... Uh, Man, kids are morons. The best one is like... Like you said, like Pete did, like they'll light their hand on fire and then they'll go to pat it out and it won't go out and then they freak out. And they like, yeah, they're doing it like in a shower. Girl fire challenge gone wrong. All right. How's it go wrong? Uh, So this girl's in the bathtub. She's dumped some lighter fluid on her. And this is a very long video. Oh, she doesn't actually do it. She's this, she's probably trolling the internet, being like, hey, lighting yourself on fire is dumb. Don't do it. Yeah. For the record, lighting yourself on fire is dumb, and don't do it if you want to... Like, wow. you're the world's dumbest human. Look, that, that dude is still on fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, this one guy, he... Like, what they were doing was, like, this one guy had these super baggy pants on, he put lighter fluid on, and he lit them, and then he was going to drop in on a skateboard, and then he didn't, and he just rolled around on fire. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. I mean, uh, it probably can't be any less healthy than eating Tide Pods. Yeah. So if you're at the point of your social media career where you're like, I need likes, I'm going to do a challenge... Don't do what Derek did and back away because you're just going to get hurt. Now, since this was three weeks ago and challenges only last a week, we're already past the fire challenge and we're on to a new challenge. 
Have you heard of the condom challenge, Derek? I have not, but please Where tell me are it's snorting condoms. So you take a condom, you unroll it, and then you snort it, and then it goes like in your nostril, and then you like <laughs> do the back and forth thing. <laughs> uh. it's, it's, it's not going to hurt you as much as the fire challenge, but it's just dumb. Like, yeah, what? it's dumb, but it's not dangerous dumb. I can get, like, kids do dumb shit all the time. Yeah. We had another friend, Devin. His party trick was putting condoms over his head and then inflating them with his nose, which was hilarious. That is funny. Uh, yeah, this is all people putting condoms yeah, on look, their head, which I she, get. No, this one, she Jeez. snorted it in her nose and it came out her mouth. Ugh. What, does it have to be a condom? Why couldn't it this just be like that. spaghetti? That guy did it. That guy did it. Yeah. Or like. You could do it with spaghetti. Like one of those uh, balloons that the weird guys who make balloon animals use to make their balloon animals. A balloon? Yeah, but the like, the you know, the long ones that you can what tie the dogs What are the names of those? What? I always call those like hot dog balloons. Just long, just long balloons. There should be like a specific a proper name. proper name? Let's yeah. find out. What up, Google? Yeah, so basically the condom challenge is you snort a condom through your nostril and then it goes through your, like, I don't know, sinuses and comes out of your mouth and then you pull it out of your mouth. Twisting animal balloons. That's the actual scientific name. Well, I don't know. That's what it's saying here that for balloon animals. Bullshit. Twisting animal balloons? That's one of those skills where I'm like, I should learn how to do that. Like, well, imagine just, come on. Imagine just, like, being at a party and being like, you know what? You know what this party could use? Some fucking inflatable wiener dogs. Oh, you know who knows how to do that? Me. I could do it. I'm going to fucking make tons of balloon animals for this party. People are going to be blown away. I will be popular and well-liked. <laughs> okay, Derek. <laughs> we don't all have four-year-olds where this is an actual That's skill. every party I go to. a party where somebody would enjoy that. <laughs> how hard is it? I mean... And how can you call them twisted animal balloons when you make bikes and fucking swords and crowns? Dude, there's tutorials for making balloon animals online. Did you know this? Well, I didn't know specifically that there was balloon animal tutorials, but since there's tutorials for everything online, I could have guessed. Oh, I can make a monkey. Look at him. He's hugging a banana. Derek. Or a dick. Everybody will finally respect you once you learn how to make a monkey out of balloons. I think they might. I'm feeling good about this. I have found my new niche. Uh, I'm going to be the, oh God. the balloon animal guy. You're going to be the balloon animal yes, guy? Yes, that's going to be me. What? We should make a podcast. Where we just make balloon uh, animals. You making balloon animals, <laughs> and, I'll give you com- and I'll give commentary, and it'll just be the squeaking of <laughs> balloons. Right into squeak, the squeak, microphone. Squeak, 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 and people be like, what the fuck is this? And they'll be like, well, he's twisting that balloon. Oh, and dude, giraffe. He's... Got another balloon, and he's twisting that balloon. I actually feel like this would be a useful skill. Look at I these. I don't think it would. Look at that. Look at this. What, what is that? What the fuck Ladybug? is that? That's dumb. What's that? An elephant on a ball. Dude, come on. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> you learn how to make an elephant riding a ball, and I will admit that it's a good skill to have. Challenge accepted, buddy. This time next week. You come over. This is what I'm going to do with all my non-social media time. I'll come like, over. I'm balloon animal guy. And you'll now. just have, like, this crazy look in your eye, and this <laughs> place will be filled 
with balloon animals. So you'd be like, I'm working on my opus of balloon animals. It'll be like fucking John Cusack in John Mel that John Malkovich movie with the dolls. He's like the mar- he goes crazy for marionettes, but you'll be like balloons. Yeah, only my balloons will be it'll be like dismembered balloon parts because I'll it'll yeah. be like a freak show of failed balloons. And then animals. you'll have like dioramas, and you'll be like, look at this scene. This is Jack the Ripper's third victim I, in balloon animals. I make the giraffe and the elephant kiss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, kids are morons. Challenges are dumb. I remember when it was like challenges on the internet used to be like you did a dumb thing that everyone else was doing, but it didn't cause you pain, and you like allegedly raised money for like the what the ice bucket, ice bucket challenge? challenge. That wasn't bad. I mean, no yeah. one died from it, probably. Yeah, and they cured Alzheimer's. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, nobody has Alzheimer's. We raised that money. And if anybody has Alzheimer's, they forgot the ice bucket challenge, so they can't hold us accountable for not curing Alzheimer's. Wait, it wasn't, it's not Alzheimer's. Wasn't it it Alzheimer's? uh, I thought it was Alzheimer's. ALS. Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. Uh, Isn't it Lou Lou Gehrig's disease? I always thought ALS was Alzheimer's. Yeah, Lou Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh. You're wrong. Again. Man. Would have been weird having someone co-hosting this podcast with me who knew what the fuck they were talking about yeah. at any given moment. And then you would just be the <laughs> dumb one and you couldn't handle that, so you didn't do it. Yeah, but then I might also be the funny one. So yeah. that would that's a fair trade for me. Or you could host it by yourself and then you might be the funny one. But probably not. Uh, oh, speaking of Facebook and dumb social media, uh, did you catch any of the Zuckerberg testimony in, in front of Congress regarding... Oh, my God. I just saw infinite memes of his, like, my world is falling apart face. Dude, even, like, the guy... I, I, I don't know. Like, he's definitely somewhere on the spectrum. I'm just saying that. Well... Like... Yeah. Like... You can't dedicate your life to making, fi- like... Facebook without being like some sort of like Aspergery or like yeah, but in the social Savanti. network he was played by uh, a guy who also seems like he's on the spectrum. Oh yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, that guy's also weird as fuck. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg is like the uncharming Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually true. Oh, Lex Luthor. That's oh who, my that's god! He's played right. Yeah, and that was the worst. Yeah, he definitely wasn't good. Uh, no, but he was okay. So yeah, I guess Mark Zuckerberg is like fucking Aspergery enough that uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg played like a more socially <laughs> palatable <laughs> version <laughs> of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, but this testimony was like the worst fucking thing I could watch. Like. I think I watched 10 or 15 minutes of it just, like, cringing all the way through because uh, it's Zuckerberg, who's, like, the least human human being you have ever encountered in your life, trying to explain fairly, I don't want to say simple technology, but he's basically explaining how Facebook works to a bunch of 90-year-olds. Yeah. And, like, there's there's no hero in this story. Like, Zuckerberg's a, a piece of shit, but Congress is, like... Why are the people investigating Facebook people who just like the last technology they touched was a fucking eight track player in 
their El Camino back in the 70s before they went into politics. I want to find one of these people that he has to explain how Facebook works. And I just want to, like, go and live a day in their life. Oh, wait. I have the perfect analogy of this. So I was on the plane coming back from the Bahamas. Oh, Dale takes another opportunity to remind us he was in the Bahamas. I've been off continent. Had his single book on the plane with him. (laughs) I am now incontinent because I've been off continent. That's not what it means. That's what it means, right? (laughs) Yep. Because you go off the continent. And now you're back in continent. And then you come back, so you're incontinent. Yeah. 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 No, that's not So now that I'm incontinent... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so anyways, on the plane ride back, I was flying from Fort Lauderdale to Calgary. Six-hour flight. So anybody who's like, here's six-hour flight, they're like, okay, I need a book. I need my iPod. I need my camera just in case looking out the window is different this time from the last hundred times. One of those awkward neck pillows that is never really comfortable. Uh some water and all this stuff. So I got all this stuff. I'm just fucking wrestling with it. I'm reading. And beside me is this 80 year old couple. And I was like, Oh, they're cute. Whatever. And then I would be like, Hey, I'd be like reading my book and I'd look out the window and then I'd look at this 80 year old couple and you know what they're doing? Nothing. Die. For six hours. It was Staving cute because they held hands and I was like, Oh, they're holding hands. But they were, like, holding hands, looking at the back of the seat. They didn't fucking rifle through, like, the magazine. They didn't fucking hit the buttons. They didn't flip the thing up and down. They just looked at the back of the seat for six hours. Maybe they didn't understand. Maybe they thought they had to hold hands or one of them would, like, fall out of the bottom of a plane. Yeah. Like, they just couldn't wrap their brains around the miracle but of like, flight. Could you imagine... Not doing anything. Like, nothing. Yeah. I've been off social media for eight days. What yeah. do you think my life but, is But now? I mean, like, you're still watching TV or reading a book. Did they have screens on the plane? No. Like, they didn't They have, had nothing. There was no screen on no. the back of the seat for there was you to no watch. Screen. What fucking they were airline looking were you at flying? At Sounds awful. WestJet. They were looking Christ. at the back of a seat that was just the back of a seat. And this is who Zuckerberg has to explain what Facebook is to them because they're like, he's like, so anything beyond this back of an yeah, airplane seat. He's my like, brain so Zuckerberg's like, so you know when you want to learn more about someone, they're like, you write a letter, and he's like, no, Grandma, <laughs> shut up. You look at, you put in their name in the search bar, and then they're like, and then you write a letter, and it's like, no, Grandma, <laughs> you go down to the archives at the town square. <laughs> You look through the what were those fucking things in libraries called back oh, before you could like search things? You you pulled it. There was like the big drawer full of cards, uh, it and you has a specific name. Uh, anyway, in, some index cards, but there's like it? no, there's an actual name for the system for libraries. Maybe is it the Dewey Decimal System? Oh shit! Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Nailed it, bud. Taking Guns you to trivia night. In. Look at my brain. Guess so, you're anyways, the smart guy and the funny guy. Let's, let's get back to making fun of old people. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Actually, that was that's pretty much the last punchline. Is you use the Dewey Decimal System, <laughs> and they all turn into Bill Cosby <laughs> for some reason. General Puddingbomb. <laughs> Uh, Wait, that, is that insensitive now? What? Can we uh, not? You can't really, yeah. Who apparently he's getting, did his retrial start? 
He's Why? getting retrialed. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Oh, well, because, like, 14 charges failed, so the next... Hundred in line. I mean, there's yeah, up? there's a few that you gotta you gotta process them in back. Yeah. So I think at some point it's safe to say uh, Cosby will either go to jail or die of old age before he goes to jail. Yeah, which could be tomorrow. Could who knows? He's like what eighty five. Yeah, but that fucker wouldn't understand a goddamn thing about Facebook. People don't live that long. They're they're not supposed to, especially someone who's done that much activities. But yeah. That's the nice way of saying it. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna take a hard left there, but I just decided yeah. against it. Still too soon. Let's wait until he's found guilty. Do you want to hear a sad fact? <laughs> Apparently, our generation is going to be the longest living generation until the next generation. No, because now life expectancy is declining after our generation. Why? Uh, I don't know. Well, Fucking yeah, but they're going to find like chemicals and stuff. Give it two more generations and then they're going to just discover immortality. And then that generation. No, they're not. We're going to miss. We're going to miss immortality by one generation. And all these dipshits who are currently fucking snorting condoms while lighting themselves on fire that's going to be the generation that gets to live forever unless they get super gonorrhea which is now a thing <laughs> super gonorrhea <laughs> they have super stds like they finally figured out all these like drugs to give you to get rid of stds and now stds are like aha guess what we're immune to drugs now did so you, you get gonorrhea that won't be getting rid of by drugs. Did you read public service announcements about this in the Bahamas or something? No, I think I read some <laughs> horrifying story about how some guy went to Taiwan and had sex with somebody and got super gonorrhea. Why is it? Why not just call it like, why does it have to be super gonorrhea? Why can't you just be like new gonorrhea or? Well, because new gonorrhea <laughs> doesn't like titillate and scare you because if you're like new gonorrhea you're like oh is it different but if you say super gonorrhea you're like wait why is it super <laughs> why will it give me powers like old gonorrhea was bad enough what's super gonorrhea former gonorrhea yeah yeah uh all right should we take a quick break yeah let's take a quick break, quick break. uh when we come back we will discuss more things potentially i'm sure dale yeah. will reference the bahamas at least four more times it's the only trip i've made And we're back. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> There's the voice. I bet you guys missed that. Did you just whisper that shit in your bunkmates' uh, ears when, when you woke up every day? In Where were you again? Oh, I was in the where Bahamas, Where were you, Dale? Derek. All right. I went to the Bahamas. <laughs> cool. Tell us more about that. It was hot, and there was a lot of abandoned buildings. Mm, sounds about right. And that's about it. Cool. All right. You want to get into it? Sweet. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> <clears throat> this 13-year-old kid got suspended for drawing stick figures of the Ninja Turtles. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to read the story. Uh, North Carolina School District uh, suspended a 13-year-old boy for drawing a bunch of doodles, including a Ninja Turtle-wielding swords. Uh, a, what is this? Like a, like a bow and arrow on the side of a building? Those I don't know what drawings? that is. Yeah. 
Dude, this guy's 13. Those are terrible. They're really bad. Like, suspend the kid for being a shitty, awful artist. Wait, what is that one of the girls screaming? What is that? It looks like she's holding a giant sperm. That's what I was going to say. Is she holding a giant sperm? So anyways, um... A suit, he drew stick figures that included a ninja turtle holding swords in each hand, another stick figure aiming a rifle, a souped-up car, a magician, and a tower with a bow and arrow. Nothing in the drawings depicted violence toward any person. When the classroom teacher saw the drawings, they were confiscated. The student was taken to the principal's office. Once there, the student, who had not been subject to discipline previously, was suspended for two days. School officials did not warn the student or consult with the student's parents before imposing the suspension. This is ridiculous. I don't, I, dude. Come on, fucking political climate in the states right now. You can't, you can't doodle guns. You cannot draw a gun. If you're a kid in a school, don't, don't, don't talk about guns. It's like I can't go to an airport and draw a picture of a bomb without. I can't make jokes about bombs. I can't. It's very sensitive. Just don't draw a gun. That's a good point. <laughs> I was focusing mostly on the woman holding the giant sperm and. Oh the yeah, no, that's that's ridiculous. And just. In fact, how bad these drawings are. They're and awful. I, that guy holding, aiming the gun, I think, is a Team Fortress 2 character, uh, which so is a video game character. While the student handbook provides that a suspension is allowed for first-time offenses such as fighting, threatening students or staff, or possession of a dangerous object, Rutherford Institute attorneys point out that there's simply no evidence suggesting that a drawing of individually posed stick figures with swords and a gun with no other context, could rise to the same level of severity as threats of violence or actual violence against others. Counterpoint, this kid walks into class the day after doodling this shit and a teacher saw it and shoots up the school and the teacher didn't say anything and nobody got suspended. You're in a world of fucking trouble. That's a good point. Like, I think it's better. So when I was uh, 15, 15 years old, 14 years old, 15 years old, I wrote a short story in our English literature class about a school shooting. Uh, this was, I know, dark, right? This Why was, would you write a short story about a school shooting? Because it was all about how it took tragedy to bring people together. And the only time people gave a shit about each other was like people had to die yeah. for teenagers to stop being dickheads to each other. It was basically yeah. this whole story. But... I got dragged into the principal's office. And this predated Columbine. This was before, like, any school shootings were actually yeah. a thing. Uh, and, you know, questioned pretty harshly about why I would write a story about kids yeah. getting shot up in a school. Like, it's just not something. And that was, you know, 110 school shootings ago. So yeah. maybe now, yeah, I can understand uh, that there's a little sensitivity around this sort of thing. Yeah. That's a valid point. I, yeah, like, I just can't get over that you wrote a story about a school shooting. That's weird. That was a good-ass story. Wish uh, I still had it. I have a similar story, except for it's very dissimilar. In grade three, <laughs> I got in trouble for drawing naked ladies. Really? Yeah. Okay. Questions? Yes. How did you know what a naked lady looked like in grade three? Uh, well, I think I found one of my dad's porno mags and looked at it and saw boobs. Sketch it? All right. That's the only logical explanation I have because I wasn't seeing real live naked ladies at that point. Yeah, I would hope not. I mean, and they would have been your mom and your sister. I Nothing was against only eight years old, so it is fun, fuzzy enough of a memory that I can't remember exactly what happened. But I remember we got these journals where we were supposed to draw 
and like doodle and write stuff in and I drew naked ladies and I got in a lot of shit. I got sent to the principal's office. I think it was just like a stick lady with boobs on it. Yeah, I don't even think that's that. Like that is a normal drawing for maybe a grade eight kid to be made. You were definitely ahead of your time. Yeah. You precocious it's funny little shit. Because this guy and his terrible drawings look like they were made by a grade four, grade three guy. <laughs> and I was drawing the stuff in grade four, grade three that he should have been drawing in grade eight. Yeah. Uh, similar story. Yeah. When I was in kindergarten, you wrote a story about naked ladies. I wrote a story about naked ladies (laughs) and got, no, I, uh, took one of my dad's, uh, playboys (laughs) to school for show and tell (laughs) unbeknownst to my parents. I went into my dad's, uh, you can't even call it a porno stat. I would never refer to playboy as porno. Yeah. Uh, even in the seventies when they showed, you know, today, well, they showed, I think there might've even been penetrate. No, there's no, there's no penetration. There's beef. Was there fur burger or was it like full on beef? What? In playboy. What's, what is, what is, oh, like legs closed or legs where you can't really see the lips through the muff. Yeah. No, you couldn't, you can't, you can't. Was there, was there like the spread? The, no, that's, that's, that's penthouse territory, buddy. That, or yeah, hustler. penthouse. Like a lady spreading, that's fucking penthouse. That's like behind the, the, the tinted, the tinted glass in the magazine section. That's like when you open the side of the van. Which by the (laughs) Jesus. Um, but yeah, took took my dad's Playboy to school. For That's hilarious. Uh, and and drew about as well as this fucking 13-year-old child. That's grade eight. Like, like has he not... never had an art class in his life? He can't even draw wheels. What the fuck, kid? Yeah, what are these? These are like, uh, these are the worst. How would this vehicle move? It would I, just be it like, wouldn't. chunk, 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 chunk. Maybe they suspended this kid so he could go home and practice drawing before he assaulted other people's eyes with his horrendous garbage. Yeah, one can only hope. Yeah. Uh, all right. What else we got? What else we got? Oh, sp- speaking of guns, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. Uh, oh, yeah. The hilariously nice named. Nice guy, Dick's. Hilariously named uh, Sporting Goods store chain in the U.S. has. Made headlines in February after. what. Park, Parkland. Parkland Parkland shooting where the uh, shooter actually used a shotgun legally bought at Dick's. Uh, Dick's decided to take all assault rifle style and uh, large capacity magazines off the shelves and no longer offer them for sale. And now recently, instead of sending them back to the supplier, all the guns are not going to sell. They are destroying them. They're just going to fucking melt them down. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is how you make change. Yeah. When life gives you Rather lemons, than putting you smash the guns. <laughs> Rather than putting those guns back into circulation where they yeah. can just be sold to other disaffected yeah. youth wanting to shoot when up you a just school. Wipe your hands and be like, we did our part, the guns aren't in Got our Got rid hands. of them. We sold them back to the manufacturer. Got our yeah. money back. No, they're taking them out of circulation. Yeah. Gotta say, respect. I mean, I'm not an avid outdoorsman, nor do I ever really need to buy anything from an outdoorsman store. But if I did, I think I'd go to Dick's. Yeah. Actually, I'd buy a Dick's, sh- Dick's store. What? You- 
Who do you think they would have on their t-shirts? Like, if it just says dicks, I would definitely buy that. It says dicks sporting goods, probably, I imagine. Wouldn't that be sweet if it said dicks goods? Just dicks goods. Although, it would be hard to uh, contend with the locally owned and operated dicks lumber. I want to remind everyone that we are men almost approaching the age of 40. <laughs> almost approaching? Way to soft code it, Derek. I'm going to be 40 in a year and a half, and you're going to be 40 in two and a half years. Almost approaching. We are on a collision course for adulthood. I'm having a hard time finding dick shirts here. Whether we like it or not. Are you? Just go look at your closet, Derek. I'm sure you have a lot of dick shirts there. Fuck you, Dale. Or do you just have dickhead blazers? Uh, yeah. Zing. Uh, many, many dick blazers as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, one more thing I want to touch on. So a uh, friend of the podcast who failed to co-host with me, Julie Robertson, sent this to me. Uh, despite knowing I was taking a break from Twitter, she just had to send me a tweet that she knew I was going to get upset about. Um, some dipshit named Thomas McFall, total rando, uh, who... I don't know or care about, uh, posted a long-winded back padding session owed to himself. Uh, In the vein of the guy who had the fat girlfriend, remember that? Yeah, this guy is like the the fat classmate. So the the owed to his fat, uh, yeah, the the thick wife lover. Um, This guy uh, thinks he's some kind of hero because... He finally recognized that the brown guy who sat next to him in his class considered him a friend, uh, so he should stop being a dipshit to him. Yeah. I'll, I'll read you the tweets in full. Well, no, not all of them. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot. The guy goes on. Basically, what happened was this guy would show up late for class every day because he's a dickhead, and he would go directly to the front of the class, even though he's late, and everybody hates that guy, and the foreign guy at the front would have all of his stuff on the guy's seat and he'd be like oh okay you're here and then he would move his stuff and then he would high five the guy anybody knows that this guy's saving your seat from other people and giving you a high five because he likes you this dickhead was like why would i want to high five someone first thing in the morning well yeah he barely speaks english and yeah You don't need to speak English to high-five, dickhead. It's a universal sign for friendliness. Uh, This guy says, I was always annoyed with this guy. I'm thinking, dude, you know I sit in this seat every day. Why are you always stacking your shit here, bro? And the last thing I want to do is give a guy who barely speaks my language high-fives at 8 in the morning. Just get your shit off my desk. This guy's a total prick. Uh, He goes on to... Uh, realized that the entire time uh, this guy had been saving his seat because he considered him a friend. Uh, uh, Where's his come to Jesus moment? Um, I asked him how... Oh, wait. The guy moved here from the Middle East to pursue a college education in America. He Wait, I gotta go back a little farther. It was then I realized this guy wasn't putting stuff on my seat to annoy me. He was saving me the seat every morning. And this whole time he saw me as a friend, but I was too busy thinking about myself to take him into consideration. Cheesy as it sounds, I was touched. Yeah, what you also missed was the reason he saw this was what happened was 
This dickhead was late for class, but he still stood outside the door and texted and sended some texts. And then another guy who was late for class went to go sit in the seat this guy usually sits in. And then the foreign guy said, no, my friend sits there. Yeah. So he literally, so this self-absorbed white dipshit had to fucking literally witness the guy saying, hey, I consider this guy my friend, for him to stop being a dickhead. Yeah. Uh, this guy goes on to say, oh, I took the guy out for lunch. I bought, of course. I bought him lunch. I'm a fucking hero. Uh, this asshole, uh, self-absorbed prick Thomas McFall, uh, tweets this fucking story about him being a moron and uh, this brown guy being a selfless hero who actually saved the seat of this self-absorbed prick for an entire semester with nothing in return. Uh, didn't even appreciate his sweet high fives. 189,000 retweets, 361,000 likes. Everyone's applauding this guy for just taking eight months to show basic human decency to a foreigner. Uh, and which this tells you all you need to know about is why we get off Twitter <laughs> like, because yeah, of could. dickheads like this. I lost and other people being like, hey, good job being a piece of shit. Lost my fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I, it's, it's too much. Like why, why would 361 people, 361,000 people validate this and say, yeah, bro, you're a good person. You talk to the brown guy. Yeah. Talk to the brown guy. Took him out, bought him lunch. You're a good person. Yeah. I just can't believe it. Who doesn't want high fives at eight in the morning? Yeah. That's all I want at eight in the morning. Dude, fucking, I, I would take a high five anytime you could. Okay, if you wake me up for any reason at night, I will probably punch you in the face. But if you woke me up and you were like, dude, yeah, don't leave me hanging, I fucking high five you, man. There you go. High fives all day, all day, high every fives. day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't need a reason to high five. I also, for some reason, find it especially egregious that he was late for class, but still stood outside the door texting. Yeah. Because no respect for an education. Could you imagine being in this guy's class and then every day he shows up late and then he's like talking to the brown guy and then high fives him and you're like, guys, enough. <laughs> Shut <Fuck> up. <laughs> We're here to learn. We get it. You're friends. Yeah. Why don't you tweet about it? Get a room for your bromance. Go, go tell social media all about your. Uh... Yeah. And then <sighs> hopefully other people can stop being complete garbage people. Uh oh, what do we got here? Breaking news. Oh yeah, Vancouver not as hip as you thought is now not even the most hipster city in Canada. Oh dude, do you know which city is the most hipster city in Canada? I'm sure this news article will tell us. Kelowna. For real? Yeah. So basically this know. article Victoria Oh, it was Victoria, then Kelowna? 88th on the list, then Kelowna, 114th oh, yeah. overall. So what this city or what this test did was it took the amount of like vegan eateries, uh, music shops, cafes, and something else. Tattoo parlors. Tattoo parlors. And then averaged out the number of those per 100,000 people. And it didn't... Uh, rate any city that had less than 250,000. And Vancouver guess, is... Guess what was number one worldwide? Some German one? No, it would have been... my. The obvious guess would have been Portland. But it's not Portland. Which is not number one. Number yeah. two. 
Uh, most hipster city in the world came out to be Brighton and Hove, uh, a seaside city on the south coast of England with the most English name of all the English city names. Whoa, is that that song? Is that what that Moby song is? Like, you're not from Brighton. What? Remember that song? No. You're not from Brighton? Was that Moby? It was either Moby or Fatboy Slim. Wait, the Fatboy si- Slim. The city is called Brighton and Hove? Yeah, two two city names. I, you want to go to Brighton and Hove this weekend? I heard they got some banging vegan eateries. We can get some vegan bangers. So there's Brighton. Where's Hove? And then we could go get tattoos. And then we can go oh, to no, that the is- cafe. That is what the the Fat Boy Slim song was about. Was it that actual Brighton? It is that Brighton. That's the Brighton. Oh, wow. There were hipsters back then? Well, well, here's the thing. What do you think came first? The Fat Boy Slim song or Brighton being a hipster place? Brighton being a hipster place. Do you think the Fat Boy Slim song made it a hipster place? Do you think a lot of vegan eatery owners and tattoo artists heard that song and were like, I'm moving to Brighton. No, I think that... Fatboy Slim, or whatever his real name was, was like, Hi, I'm an American. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over to Brighton and see how it is. <laughs> and then everybody's Hello. like, You're not from Brighton. Uh-huh. Get out of here, Fatboy Slim. Nobody likes your American <laughs> music. We don't even want to do drugs and dance all night to your music. Wait, wasn't Fatboy Slim a British chief? No, he was American, wasn't he? Was he? I thought he was British for sure. I don't know why I assumed he was American. I mean, at no point does he sing in any of his songs. Yeah. He's just a DJ, right? There, he's never pointed out his nationality. Fat Boy Slim is an English DJ, musician, oh, multi-instrumentalist, and record producer slash mixer. Well. From Bromley, United Kingdom. Hello, me surprised. Uh, what was his first song? Uh, Rockefeller Skank, or was no, that? No, but he had uh, Better Living Through Chemistry. Yeah, that was, was the, the album, album. Put out before that. No, that was before Rockefeller. It was. Uh, well, yeah, Michael Jackson. Oh, what was it? Flash. Going out of my head. Everybody back. needs a three hundred three. Oh my god, going out of my head was so good. That was a pretty sick. I think I know what we're gonna be picking for a closing track on this here yes, podcast. We are some fat boy slam. Oh, I know why I thought he was American because his name is Norman Cook. Yeah, what are you talking about? That's a very British name. Is it? Yeah, that sounds very Norman. Norman. I Norman Cook. I think Norman Reedus is also British. I I think he's Irish. Norman Reedus. Because he was in that movie. American. We're both wrong. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, fucking Boondock Saints. That was a good movie. Remember when like, the best movie. that was the movie that like you knew you were a douchebag if you liked uh, Boondock Saints. You had all those Wait, guys what? getting like the... the what they call I loved Boondags. 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 Boondags socks. No, did, I loved Boondog. Did you? Dog. Yeah. Boondock. Dude, when he dropped the fucking toilet on that guy. Boondock Saints. That was killer. Pretty. That was, was okay. Killer. Uh, hey. They didn't want me to get no Celtic tattoos, though. Maybe you should. Never. Didn't they have chest tattoos? Oh, never get a Celtic tattoo in Reedus. my life. Boondock Science. You know what I think we should do for 10 more minutes? Just talking accents. That we can finally realize our dream. 
Okay, where's dream. the part where don't they like take their shit off? Oh wait, they have like angel wing tattoos on their back or something. I don't know. Am I imagining stuff? I think you might be imagining it. Yeah, because see, that's them without shirts, and they have oh yes, new tattoos. They have crosses. Oh wait, didn't they have tattoos on their hands, and then they put them together? Right. And they're brothers. Also, who's this other guy? He looks familiar. That what else was he? In? Was the other guy that was in it? Okay, well, googling that. Huh? Let's. Okay, super good podcast stuff. You Google, all talking in English accent. Sounds great. Sean Patrick Flannery. Sean Patrick Flannery. I have Billy Connolly was in that movie too. Dude, Some Sean Patrick Connolly. Why can't I talk? Sean Patrick. Sean Flannery? Patrick Flannery has been in tons of shit, hasn't he? Um, let's see. Powder. Oh, he played Powder in Powder. Mm. The eponymous Powder. From the movie Powder. Hey, did you see Boondock Saints 2? Did not. Don't. What else has he been in? Oh, Dexter, apparently. For how long? Like an episode? Like an entire season, it looks like. 12 episodes. Oh, what else was he in? 12 Dogs of Christmas, The Great Puppy Rescue. Mm, He was in Boondock Saints 2, Deadly Impact, the Armageddon movie that wasn't. Wait. No, that's 2010. That's not it. That was Deep Impact. Deadly Impact is something else. What? Deadly Impact is... Please be... Oh. Looks like... Uh, not an asteroid movie at all. movie about guys who shoot guns. All right. Uh, Anyways. What else we got? Beyond the depths of Sean Patrick Flannery's IMDb page. Sean Patrick Flannery. Sean Patrick Flannery. What else? What else you got? Wait, so Broughton and Hove. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, Portland was number two. Uh, Dude, how pissed is Portland? They're like. Salt Lake City, which is weird. Although I get that there maybe be a lot of. Well, there's no alcohol there, so they have to be weird. Gotta get tattoos, gotta be vegans. Uh, Seattle, which is like. Here's the thing I don't get. Seattle is fucking like South Vancouver. It's like Vancouver if you just transplanted our entire city into the States. So how come yeah. Seattle ranks fourth, but Vancouver ranks 199th? Because the thing you got to think about is if they were including all the suburbs in Vancouver. Because there's not very many fucking tattoo parlors and vegan eateries out here in Coquitlam. Yeah, but are, so are you, are you considering... The greater Vancouver regional district? No, see, that's district? the problem. I don't know if they are or not. And also, there's a lot of Vancouver that is just boring rich people. Like, there's not very many tattoo artists in Kitsilano or Marple. Like, East Van... Uh, Spokane got 10th, and Spokane's a tiny shithole in Washington. Yeah, so. so all they need is, like, two tattoo parlors. True. But what I'm saying is all those rich white people in Vancouver don't want to get tattoos. Like, how many people are getting tattoos in West Vancouver? I don't, like, some, probably? Maybe one or two. New money? Not as much as, say, Victoria, apparently. I don't, I might disagree with Which is with weird, because I thought Victoria was full of old people. I thought it was like a retirement city. Yeah. I thought it was like generally Vancouver, my perception of it when I go older. there and I'm bored out of my fucking mind. Wait, have, has the paradigm shifted, Derek? No. Is Vancouver the new retirement city no. for Victoria? No. 
we're the oldest people in Vancouver. You go anywhere on any given day, you and I are the oldest people there. I know. It's kind of comforting. Right? <laughs> so we're, we are widely respected for, for I like to think our age that and maturity. Instead of Vancouver just falling into the sea, it'll just somehow get separated from the mainland and then they will need the old people to lead them and we will be those old people. What do you think about that? Love it. We could be the elders that finally get respect. So I guess we can't make hipster hipster jokes about Vancouver anymore. Oh, we still can. There's still hipsters. I, I guess. I mean, but we could say I mean, uh, hipster Vancouver, but not as hipster as Kelowna or We Victoria. can taunt the hipsters in Vancouver by letting them know that they live in like the least hip city in yeah, the world. Yeah, they're shitting the get ball. They're shitting the bed on the hipster game. Like Detroit is hipper than Vancouver. Wow. Everyone there is dirt poor. Yeah. Uh, they don't even have disposable income for vegan food or tattoos. Exactly. That's crazy talk. Uh, where else? Fort Wayne? Where the fuck is Fort Wayne? Uh, Indiana, I want to say. Uh, Indiana has a city that's more hipster than Vancouver. Uh, Indiana. New York was 145th, which seems odd to me. That's just full of poor immigrants. New York is like... Hipster. Hey, careful. You're starting to sound like our old pal uh, Thomas jerks himself off because he made friends with a foreign guy. No, I'm better because I will still accept <laughs> high fives from those poor immigrants <laughs> without right. question. Are we done? I think we're done. Nothing came into the mailbag because I've been uh, taking a break from the Internet. So nobody talks to me anymore when I post things. Uh, but uh, as always, if you have anything that made you angry on the Internet, please send tips to Myself, uh, don't tweet me, but uh, hit me up on the old Facebook Messenger. You could tweet me at SuperDaleBot, Super or you could hit me on Facebook Messenger. It's my name. If you don't know my name, you probably don't want to talk to me anyway. <laughs> uh, you can like, I will still look at the Outrage Factory Facebook page, so you can still post there, and I will see it. Uh, I don't like how the the... Uh, balance of power is really tipped in your favor here. Uh, by balance of power, you mean I will ignore it. And <laughs> I mean, I'll totally go read it. Your opinions matter to us. They do. Uh, yeah. As always, thanks for listening. Uh, I am Derek Boland. Tune in next week where, where we'll discuss more things uh, that made you angry on the internet and hear more about how Dale traveled to the Bahamas and read a book. I did read a book. Uh, most important question, what fucking Fat Boy Slim song are we going to play? I know, but it's going to be a surprise, and we're going to get to it right now. Stay angry. Stay angry.